Hello and welcome to the Grid Iron Crew podcast. This is the NFC West season preview, and I'm your host Keith McGinty. And I'm joined again tonight by some fantastic crew members and some new crew members um, who have been helping set things uh, right in the West. Um, before we go west, I'd like to introduce them to you. First up, we have Sai all the way in Hamilton. Sai, how are you? Great, great. I'm happy to be here. Um, this is the discussion I've been looking forward to all day. So, uh, yeah, thank you. I think you're going to vibe in this one, Sai. Sai, <laughs> uh, we've got this one. Our very own little golden nugget himself, we've got Ian Duggan. Evening all, yep, representing the Golden State, San Francisco. Yeah, Santa Clara in the house. Here we go. Santa Clara in the house. <laughs> uh, and um, filling in for the Rams, because uh, he's just such a big fan of Sean McVeigh, it's uh, Studs. Hi, Studs. I said, what's the I love about Sean McVeigh? We need to get him back on hard knocks to get him top off and in the pool. <laughs> Um, because they are such a, 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 a garbage fire, and um, we've just got to ignore the Arizona Cardinals um, just now. What I will hopefully do is get um, a good friend, Stu, the Kilpie Cardinal, who was going to come on and, and basically tell us how we're all wrong. And it's actually going to be an amazing year for the Cardinals this year, um, but unfortunately, he's a wee bit poorly just now. So get well soon, Stu. Um, hopefully, he'll free soon. Mean, it must be. Quite exciting for their fan base when the highlights are. Um, let's hope um, our QB comes back in enough time so that we can then trade him. Um, and <laughs> let's just sew up that number one pick. Um, it's it's a hell of a fall from grace. But yeah, like um, yeah, good luck with your tanking Cardinals. We'll see you um, at the draft next year. <laughs> um, yeah, as I said, but. We'll, we'll leave the, the capitals. I think it would be wrong for us to to, to kick the, the pop while it's down. So we'll leave them just out and we'll, we'll head straight to uh, City of Angels for the LA Rams. And so as you've got this one, what can you tell us about the Rams? How's their, how's their off-season been? Yeah, I think um, off-season-wise you're looking at obviously the high-profile one, they had a couple of high-profile outgoings. Um, you had Jalen Ramsey to the Miami Dolphins in a trade. Yeah. Um, and uh, then one sigh on yourself, I'm sure, will be happy about uh, Bobby Wagner returning back up the coast to Seattle. Um, yeah. I, must, I must admit, just, it felt kind of wrong actually seeing him in a Rams jersey after seeing <laughs> him playing for the Seahawks so long. <laughs> it should never have happened. Yeah, <laughs> nah. Um, but he got he got a good payday early, and then now he's back up to see what kind of damage he can cause in Seattle. So I think that'll be <laughs> interesting. Um, and then one one for Brian. Every we um, so Brian's Baker Mayfield. He left the Rams as well. So just just one for Brian in there. Good, yeah, I tend to forget that Baker was there, and he was the. Messiah for off half a game there, wasn't he? I uh, literally showed up on something like a Wednesday and won the game on the Saturday <laughs> or something like that. Um, so surely Sean Sean McVay's play, but can it really be that hard? Can it? Um, I mean, if <laughs> Baker Mayfield can get it, I'm sure we could all get it. Any wins? 
Sorry, that's um, the other the other one they lost was outside linebacker um, Floyd as well. That's uh, I think so. You can see that they've lost quite a few pieces on their defensive side, um, and again they kind of tried to sort of rebuild. Certainly through the draft, they had a couple of incomings. Um, the ones I'd kind of noted on as part of the Ramsey trade, they got a tight end in Hunter Long from the Dolphins, who I'll be honest, I've never heard of. Um, other than the fact that it was in part of that Ramsey trade. Um, one that I'm familiar with, they brought in Demarcus Robinson, um, former wide receiver at the Chiefs. Um, mm-hmm. as I think he was at the Ravens last year, I want to say. Um, and then they re-signed Josh Johnson, um, who was a safety that left to go to the Browns, and he's now back in LA again. Um, so, yeah, not, not many high-profile ones, I would suggest, in there. Fantastic. Um, what about incomings uh, they, they brought in? Sorry, those, those last three, they were incomings. Um, oh, apologies. But, oh, geez, I uh, meant the, the draft. The draft. I had a quick look at this, and um, some of the kind of pundits were giving them a draft grade of A- minus slash B. Um, now, I'd kind of mentioned on our chat before we kind of went live, they had 14 picks all in in the draft, so I'm not going to bore you to tears and go through every single one of them. Um, I'll, I'll pick out a kind of couple of ones that I've I've sort of noted. That, um, I think a lot of people had their first pick, which was in the second round, um, of the guard Steve Avila is quite a quite a good pick-up for them. Um, yep. Again, they're, they're obviously want to protect Matt Stafford as best they can because if you keep him upright, we know the kind of damage you can do. But if he's running for his life like he used to in Detroit, then it's he's going to just end up injured again. And aye, that's that's not what they want. Um, the the other one that I think a lot of people absolutely love, and I think he's he done quite well in the preseason game, was um, one that we probably hoped would land at the Cowboys and Stetson Bennett. Just purely for that name. Um, I know Dan was a fan of him, to be honest, landing at the Cowboys. And there was two other ones kind of jumped out at me. One of the the last pick in the fifth round, I think, has been getting a bit of camp hype in Puka Nakua. He's he's a name that's cropped up in camp. And then one purely from a personal perspective, out of my favourite college team, Nebraska, they picked up outside linebacker O'Shawn Mattis. I know nothing about him other than the fact he went to Nebraska, so I don't know how good he is, <laughs> to be perfectly honest. But uh, I, 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 I like the Nebraska Cornhuskers, so I always like to see the, see where those players land. Um, so, yeah, but a lot of rebuilding, certainly. It's no longer a case of FDM draft picks in LA. It's very much let's build those draft picks. Yeah, yeah Puka Nakua certainly looked uh, lively in the, the game at the weekend. I saw a wee bit of a, a really, really good catch um, from him in the highlights as well. What about the... Where do you start? Where do the Rams really need to improve for the this season then? How are they going to show success? I, I think they're, they're quite clearly shown that it's a rebuilding season for them. Um, obviously, they lost Cooper Cup, they lost Matt Stafford. Um, for mm-hmm. most of last year, uh, so I think if they can keep those two healthy, then I think they'll always be in and around games. But certainly the the pieces they've lost in defense, I think are, are going to show them up. I think that defense is, I mean, you lose, I mean, you lose Jalen Ramsey, Bobby Wagner, 
and Floyd, your your defence is significantly weaker. Um, and it's whether the pieces they've picked up in the draft can can replace those guys. And I mean, you're probably talking, well, certainly Bobby Wagner's a Hall of Famer. Um, yeah. Ramsey's a perennial pro bowler. Um, and Floyd showed flashes of how good a player he was as well. So you lose those three pieces in your defence and probably three leaders as well in your changing room. Um, you're probably looking at it's going to, every game's going to probably have, have to be a shootout. Um, and over the season, that's unless you're the Minnesota Vikings uh, last year, it's not really sustainable to be in shootouts and win close games all the time. Absolutely, absolutely. Who is uh, your your prediction that's going to rise above it all though and going to crush this season for the LA Rams? I've, again, Cooper Cup's your obvious one, right? So if he's healthy, then he is the star man, and there's no doubt about it. But for me, I've um. I would like to see a guy that's got a, probably it's got a relationship like Ross and Rachel, his head coach. They're either on again, off again type thing. So I'm going to say Cam Akers. I think if he yeah. can take a jump, I think he showed at the end of last year when he fell back in with McVeigh that he was a good player, talented player. Um, and then obviously there's been a big spotlight in running backs this year. So I think he's going to want to really show off his talents. Fantastic. Um, yeah, I, I think Akers kind of he's, he's went a wee bit quiet. He's kind of gone under the radar a wee bit, so he can see if he can get back into team, get back in love with uh, the Sean McVay. Then uh, it could be a big yeah. year for him and the, the Rams. Fantastic! Thank you very much, studs. Um, just, just I was going to say just before, just very briefly on the schedule. What I will say is the first yeah. five games are. Pretty pretty tough for these guys. I could actually see them yeah. going one and four at the start of the season. Um, you've got Seahawks, 49ers, Bengals, Colts, and Eagles. I mean, that's a rough start. Colts, you really don't know what they're going to get, but you're looking at like that four four playoff teams last year. So it's mm-hmm. certainly could be a very rough start if you're a Rams fan. That's fantastic. I thought that was nice of you giving them a win uh, in the game against the 49ers. Um, <laughs> that's, that's... <laughs> That's a, that's a sort of kind of you. Um, and that's where we're heading now. As I said, we'll be heading to Santa Clara and uh, a bit of sunshine there for yourself, Ian. I hope you've got the Factor 50 on. I know, that's exactly it. Because, uh, you know, when you're bald, it's just it's just extra skin. <laughs> just got to, you know, the, hair, the head, the, the face doesn't end here. It's, it's the whole thing. So, yeah, <laughs> you're out in that Santa Clara sunshine. Um, so, so, yeah, so I, I guess... The off-season for the 49ers has been um, a really interesting one. Um, mm-hmm. I think we went into free agency assuming that we wouldn't do anything, and then we signed Javon Hargrave. <laughs> really? <laughs> Holy shit. So, you know, essentially um, the number one defence, um, and then you go and add in Hargrave. So that's, that's um, a significant move. Um, I guess on the the defense, the other um, sort of it's not really been a saga, but Bosa is, you know, we we're talking earlier on. Um, he's sitting out at the minute. Um, mm-hmm. Him and Chris Jones are are trying to decide who who blinks first um, about who's going to make the market and who's going to break the market. Like, <laughs> um, it would just be nice to have that settled. Um, other sort of comings and goings. Um, Sam Darnold came in which so we now have um two 
uh, number three picks out of the last four years in the draft, um, which mm-hmm. is just um, silly. Um, it, we, where would the 49ers be without quarterback intrigue? Um, <laughs> probably the biggest loss um, was Demico Ryan's um, and, and sort of wish him all the best. Um, was absolutely incredible as a defensive coordinator. So he's off to the Texans. Um, Steve Wilkes has come in, um, and and again, you know, I, I kind of think that with this group, that probably the defensive coordinator at the 49ers is probably the best job in football. You kind of get to come in for two years, do a little bit, and then you get to go and do, go and be a head coach okay. somewhere else. Um, so, yeah, like outgoings, I think we lost a lot of... The 49ers are probably a team, probably got the the, the most superstars, um, you know, in in, in positions. Um, yeah. What we lost was a lot of the kind of the second tier. Um, so, you know, your, your Mike McGlinchey's, your Omenows, um, Aziz Elshire, like these were really good players that, that came in and did a really good job. Um, you know, the biggest challenge the 49ers have is staying healthy. Um, so we've lost a lot of really good players and, and, you know, when we come on at the draft because of the Lance trade, um, we've, we've been kind of trying to sprinkle that, you know, fifth and sixth and seventh round magic, which, you know, we've done a really good job of, um, but, but yeah, we're kind of quite reliant upon that. Um, the other, um, sort of notable, um, the party was Robbie Gould, the kicker. Um, he's still a free agent. Um, there was a lot of talk that he would end up at the Bears, but um, you know, essentially, um, like a metronome from fifty-five yards, nothing, nothing longer. <laughs> but you know, <laughs> never missed a never missed a kick in in postseason. So, so yeah, like we're in win now mode. Um, and, I, and I think people are starting to recognise that we probably come on later on to I think some of the decisions that will come next close season we really do only have one or two years left there's too many guys needing paid Boza's probably the last one that we can afford to pay when we get back around next and we'll, we'll come on to Brandon Ayuk in a second um, yeah. it, it's there's going to be some decisions to be made um but but yeah that's kind of that's kind of where we're at at the minute i think the the win now thing that you mentioned there, that, that was evident when last season during the season you picked up christian mccaffrey and that's just elevated your team uh, they've always had that incredible uh, defense uh, shanahan's just wonderful at, at that but the fact that you've got a running back who's also so capable at catching the ball as well. Um, and you've also got Debo Samuel, who's a, a wide receiver who's so capable at running yeah. with the ball. It's a positionalist uh, game of football that you are playing that really just keeps team, teams on their, their toes, having to set in So, massive, massive season for you. And as you say, win now. Yeah, and and you know with with McCaffrey it was a real sort of um, you know aside from the Chiefs game which was an absolute blowout where he was yeah. I think he'd arrived sort of three days before the game. Um, yeah. 
you look at the stats before and the stats afterwards, um, he he was absolutely incredible. And if he can stay fit, I think potentially he's kind of the template for what running backs need to become. Yeah, mm -hmm. it, it's not just enough just to run into a guy. Yeah, actually need to be, you know, Shanahan talks about it when McCaffrey's lining up. It doesn't matter whether he's going to run. He's immediately got two defenders on him. So, yeah. you know, he's he is... Seeing him for a full season will be pretty incredible. And I think as well, um, you know, when you have players like him, you know, it does increase their worth, especially now with the running backs uh, market not being so good. Um, and, you know, a, a lot of running backs feeling that they're not just, they're not getting paid um, as they should be. Um, when you When you have a player that can do multiple uh, things and suddenly they're worth, does increase and you know they they'll he will definitely be getting paid um yeah i mean, I mean and it, it's fitness dependent but mccaffrey will have his eye on a thousand thousand season and um, that 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 will be the benchmark that, that he'll go for um and you know we'll come on to, to who, who's gonna who's gonna turn up um but but yeah like so you know having him kind of there for for camp and things like that has been has been huge um with, with all the the coaches that get poached from the 49ers you'd always uh, get plenty of um, picks in the draft was there anyone that really stood out for you that you are really excited to see this this season coming um so there, there, there's probably three or four like i think as i say it's mainly been um picking up kind of kind of squad players but we um mm -hmm. jair brown um the safety potentially sort of inside nickelback um really good feedback on him um and then later in the draft ronnie bell the wide receiver and jalen graham the linebacker both um again although it was a sort of blowout game against the raiders uh, both showed um, that there was a potentially some of that that seventh round pick magic coming from the 49ers. I think probably Jake Moody. Nobody likes to talk about kickers, but um, do you know, um, it's it's like so. You know, everybody was very skeptical about how high we drafted him. But if you like, I think the Patriots picked four later took a took a, a kicker mm -hmm. at that point. So we we kind of had to take him when we did um yeah. he he's looked great in practice and then missed two field goals against the Raiders on Sunday <laughs> so that they do not they don't count for the stats but um you know if you wanted to ramp up the pressure on yourself as a as a rookie kicker that's that's kind of the way to do it so yeah um he, he'll be hoping for a little chip shot on a Sunday night against the Broncos just to get that that's it. You need just a wee tap in, you tap tap, just to get you settled and looking forward to the, how it's going to go in the team. Um, who do you think is going to absolutely crush it though for the Niners this season? Who's going to be your star man? So, I think I think you've got a sort of battle developing. Um, Debo has has turned back up, and everybody's like fuck. And this guy's shredded like he is absolutely ripped. Um, there's stories that he kept sending 
Shanahan like photos with his top off. That's what I was going to say. <laughs> Shanahan saying he was getting constantly getting photos of Debo with his shirt off in a press yeah. conference. So, so Debo admits that him sitting out last summer didn't didn't help him. Um, next season, Brandon Ayuk, we're going to be on his fifth year option, mm-hmm. and I think we're going to have a decision because because I think I think BE is going to have a big season. And I think it's going to be, I, I, I think we're going to end up having to pick, <laughs> pay one and trade one. Um, so, but I think they can kind of push each other. So, so for me, it's um, Debo and BA and, and of course, uh, McCaffrey as well. And um, we just got so many superstars except the most important position um, in the whole game where we've got um, Mr. Irrelevant and, 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 you know, <laughs> I was going to say, surely for, for the 49ers um, MVP this season, it's got to be the quarterback room because it just seems to be no matter who goes in, they seem to play. And well, the one concern is probably whether Sam Darnold sees the Alcatraz ghosts coming his way, but other than that, he's he probably looking okay no matter who it is. Yeah, so, <laughs> I mean, last, in, the last, just, in the last season when they had, you know, they finished with 10 wins in a row. I mean, who could have seen that coming? Um, it was just there's a real, There's a real synergy between Shanahan and Purdy. Whatever Shanahan and Garoppolo never had, it, mm-hmm. like, he's just, it, it, because, because he, you know, he, he cut Nate Sudfield for Purdy to, to make him the third choice quarterback. I, mm-hmm. I think, I think he knew there was there was something there. Um, Trey Lance is a is a bust. I think I think he's going to go down as probably the worst um, one of the worst trade ups of all time. Which, you know, I, I can understand the logic at the time. The only way to keep this many superstars is to sacrifice something. And and Shanahan. <laughs> There's an arrogance with him, but it's almost like, well, I don't need a quarterback. I, 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 I'm the quarterback. It's like, that's your, that's you're your not throwing MVP the shot the ball. Yeah, MVP is the system. That's, that's exactly yeah. that. That's, that's what's going to win it for you. Yeah. Kettle stepped up as well when Purdy came in. Um, so I think him staying fat is going to be a big piece for Brock Purdy because yeah. he seemed to really utilise him. Whereas I think before Purdy came in, I don't think you've seen a lot of Kettle. We, but so I think he's got a good connection between the two of them, which mm-hmm. speaks. I don't know about about quarterbacks and Titans synergies. <laughs> well, exactly. I mean, I, I love George Kittle, and and you know, if the running back union they need to get do what Kittle did with the, you know, tight end was the sort tight. of a an, tight end, national, national tight end. <laughs> do you know, like just go and do it. But yeah, but you know, with the with the surgery that Purdy had, like some. When the pitchers get the Tommy, jo- he didn't get Tommy John surgery, but they tend to be able to throw faster afterwards. So there's kind of a like pretty cool wow. better, but we'll see. It's 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 high tariff, and and as I say, it's if it if it's not this season or next season, then we're we're going to be in tear it down and start again, which is going to suck. So just checking that with uh, Debo for your your uh, crush it player. I think it was both. It was all of them. It was was Debo versus BA. 
that was my you picking one i'm, I'm going for it if i go on you need to choose a favorite <laughs> pick here i'll take demo that's fine mm-hmm. i'll see if i can uh, hack into shanahan's phone and get a couple of the pictures to superimpose into a, a graphic for later <laughs> <laughs> now the highlight of the the whole series of these um season previews i have to say is a uh, all I've been working up to is to get Sai on to, to wax lyrical about the Seattle Seahawks. Sai, the floor is yours. Take it away. Well, uh, first of all, um, my condolences to um, the family, friends, everyone who knew um, former running back Alex Collins. He passed away Absolutely. this week. Um, it was a real blow. He was an energetic guy. Um, Irish dancing at the touchdown after the touchdowns um, is really sad to hear, and also just twenty eight, right? Um, so there's just so much more potential there. Um, with with the Seahawks, uh, I'm, I'm I'm just feeling good. Uh, one, I want to thank the Broncos for all the picks they've given us in the last two drafts. I mean, I'm just amazed uh, that they could pull off something like that, um, and they did. And, and now it's kind of the, the feeling of, you know, will other teams be willing to, to do any trades with us? No one wants to be, you know, sitting there on a poster. Um, and I think that there were some uh, changes in, 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 the, in the Broncos uh, uh, management uh, execs, etc. <laughs> some folks lost, uh, lost some jobs uh, in the process. But... Um, the way it's looking, I mean, uh, a story is being written here, um, you know, at the end of the 21 season, um, you know, Russell Wilson got traded, um, you know, and everyone thought, well, that's us, we're done. Um, and then, you know, a short time, uh, then Bobby Wagner is, is, is gone and suddenly you're thinking, well, who, who's left on this team? Um, surprisingly, last season we ended uh, nine eight uh, nine and eight. Uh, Gino Smith stepped up in a mega way. Um, he surprised everyone. Um, there are still people who believe that Drew Locke, who's a QB we got from from the Broncos, should get a shot. Um, but he didn't. He didn't play a snap uh, last season. Uh, Gino was was in there uh, the whole way. Um, and yeah, I felt great. I was able to uh, travel to Munich uh, to watch the the Seahawks box game. Um, I was seated uh, two rows behind the Seahawks bench, so I got a good, Amazing. A, good a good look at these guys. Uh, got got a few a few waves in there as well. Um, and yeah, the highlight highlight was uh, I got uh, a pair of uh, DK Metcalf's uh, gloves uh, in that game as well. So. Wow um that that was the ultimate ultimate moment for me um so i mean is that one that the listeners can win after this will be a competition yeah we go for <laughs> yeah yeah I, I mean, we'll need to arrange security uh just um yeah but you know I'm, I'm loving i'm loving the way this this team is is quite young um there's so many draft picks that have come in um and, and last last season especially you know, if you look at the all-line, uh, right tackle, left tackle, you know, rookies um, coming in and, and and suddenly, you know, trying trying to get in there and and, and just hold hold things together um, it was really nice to see. 
Um, I mean, defensively, really struggled last season. Um, couldn't stop the run. Um, you look at, you know, Josh Jacobs and, and what he did to us. Um, I don't think yeah. anyone can ever forget. Um, but that's just one example of many. Um, so it was very clear that even though we ended nine and eight, um, we had to make some major, you know, changes to avoid falling into that again. Um, so it's it's interesting uh, some of the changes that have gone uh, in there. Some of the some of the players that have been released. You know, we had Al Woods, uh, nose tackle. Um, he's he's released, and, and by the way, quite a few of the players that the left uh, have have signed up elsewhere, right? So. Al Woods, our nose, former nose tackle, is now with the Jets. Um, and then we've also got one of our uh, defensive ends, uh, Quinton Jefferson. He's joined the Jets as well. Um, Puna Ford, uh, great energy uh, defensive tackle. Um, he he moved on as well. Um, joined uh, joined the Bills, right? So it's a it's a kind of you know when when. When you see some of these players going and you're thinking to yourself, you know, the curiosity of are they going to be better where they go or are they just going to fade? And and it's always in the back of my mind. Um, For me, the surprise uh, player that we kind of released and I thought, why did you do that? Uh, Ryan Neal, uh, one of our safeties, he, he stepped up in a mega way. Um, You'll remember that we got um, Jamal Adams, uh, you know, through a, a trade that, you know, so far really kind of doesn't seem to have worked well for us. He's been injured the, most of the past couple of seasons. Um, so to see Ryan Neal go was like, guys, uh, maybe you could have done something. Um, but again, you know, he's, he's off to Tampa. So it's nice that although players have moved on, they, they are actually going somewhere and, and continue working on their craft. Um, so as far as, you know, offensively, um, uh, Rashad Penny, who was our, our running back, um, he's, he's now a Philadelphia. Um, I mean, he's, mm. he's always like the kind of guy who every time he gets a ball, I just get off my seat and just go crazy because he's just so powerful, explosive for a guy his size. Um, it's just a shame that every season he just had some season-ending uh, season-ending injury, and we never yeah. quite got to see his full potential. Um, but again, we luckily uh, last year we did draft um, Ken Walker, um, and and you know he's he's been great um, so far for us, and we hope to continue seeing that momentum building up. But also, um, I think you know the put putting aside. You know, big names, players, or uh, or whatever. Um, I think it, it was really nice to see Bobby Wagner come back. Um, you know, yeah. the fans really called out for it. The twelves are, you know, they're just saying, "Hey, Bobby, just come home." And just to see that happening, I thought that was that was really great. And you know, he he's he's a leader. He's he's just got. He's, he's like this most humble guy, you know, when, when he's speaking around, of course, when yeah. the helmet comes on, it's a different story. Um, so we're expecting to, to see changes defensively um, thanks to him and, and some of the other signings we've had. Um, I think that's the big thing is that he needs that bit of leadership at the, at the back there and uh, certainly Wagner coming back there. Um, 
what about the the draft? Because you could have done really, really well in the draft last year. The, the young players that came in really stepped up. Um, yeah. Bruin was the one that I was impressed with, um, especially in the, towards the end of the season with that um, pick that he got. Who, who, what of the, the players that we, we signed are you most looking forward to? Um, one, it's certainly it's exciting me, uh, and I'm looking forward to seeing how he fits into the the attack for us. Yeah, so um, I'll I'll say a fifth draft pick was quite scary, right? You don't want to get this wrong. You want to absolutely <laughs> get somebody who will have an impact. You know, um, a lot of mock drafts, etc., had someone, you know, Jalen Carter or whoever is going to fall to that position and. We picked uh, a corner, uh, Devon Witherspoon. I don't think anybody saw that coming. Uh, it was no. quite a surprise. Um, but, you know, the team believes that this guy could could have an impact on the opposite side of Tariq Woolen, who's our yeah. corner from last year um, in the draft. Um, we've, we've also got a new receiver, right? Jackson Smith, Jigba, uh, uh, he's... He's come out of Ohio State, um, and you know, so far in in, in training camp and, and everything, it seems to be gelling really well. And he might just be the third receiver that that we've been looking for for a while. Um, yeah. You know, besides uh, our our first two, DK Metcalf and uh, Tyler Lockett, so he might just be that guy who you know steps in there. So. Really excited to see what they can do. Uh, we picked up some running backs as well, um, uh, linebackers. Um, but the one, the one player that I'm really keen to see, who I believe will probably be the center of our O line in the future, is Olu Oluwatimi. Um, you know, he was a center of Michigan, Michigan, and he's he was great. You know, he he got. Um, he, he, he was he was he was outstanding um yeah and you know even in the preseason game uh, they had last week you know seeing him in action gave me that kind of feeling that this guy is working towards something so i can see a bit of a a, a battle there between him and and even brown um on who's gonna be the the starting center um you know over time but it's, yeah. it's that's great to see that all these new new picks um, and, and folks joining us. And then we've got the undrafted uh, picks as well, right? So we've mm -hmm. got, for example, in a preseason game, uh, Jake Bobo, wide receiver, you know, just came out of nowhere. He's got a touchdown, he's doing things, and everyone's like, hey, maybe we need to sign this guy, right? And so, you know, it'd be really great to see if we can keep him and, and see what he can do for us. Um, Jake Peter. Jackson Smith and Jigba. Um, someone is, I think he's the, the spot he's going to play in. Um, really, really impressed by him so far, the wee bits that I've seen. And I think he just, as you say, just fits perfectly into this team. We thought we've got already with DK and Tiger Lockett. So I'm really excited by, with him. And it was funny to see so many people absolutely gutted that the. Seahawks drafted such uh, Charbonnet because Ken Walker, the thugs, um, fantasy, um, stock just plummeted big time. This guy seems as he, he, he seems as if he's going to be able to share the load with them. He's a powerful runner, slightly different from uh, KWC. So I, I think that's a, a shrewd investment by the, the team. 
taken quite high as well in the draft, so I feel like the fourth place is gradually building, and it seems to be, yeah, I don't know about you, but I thought we were going to be uh, a few years of pain, um, but thankfully Russell Wilson is just the, the gift that keeps on giving you. Yeah, absolutely, and, and you know, speaking of uh, Zach Charbonnet, our running back room is, is basically overhauled, right? You know, I think mm-hmm. DJ Dallas is, is the only uh, running back um, that, that's, that's still there, that's, that's kind of yeah. been through the last few seasons, and, you know, it's 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 just exciting um, to look forward to what these guys can do. I mean, I know the running back position can be quite injury-prone um, at times, and you know, it's we, we just we've got a young uh, running back uh, core in there, um, but hopefully they'll be able to to do what it takes uh, to to play their part and 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 be part of the success. So uh, really hopeful uh, of, of that impact. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, it's going to be a great great season. I think uh, we've got week twelve. We've got the Forty Niners in, and then week fourteen. So. Yeah, yes, that's uh, it's Thanksgiving. It's Thanksgiving as well. It's uh, it's a hell of a game. Um, um, Fortnite's have got two Thursday games, which mm-hmm. is it's it's pretty shitty. Like, um, in terms of the the sort of the short weeks that that accompany it, but I mean that that is uh, it's absolutely huge. Um, and and yeah, it's all it's almost a double header. So you've got to play each other like twelve and fourteen. Yeah, and I think yeah, with 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 the 49ers, you know, this past season they they completely swept us. Um, you know, they they were just better than us in in many aspects, and you know, we're we're really keen to get back in there and 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 you know give them a run, right? Um, of course, if you ask me who's gonna win, I'll, I'll tell you it's the Seahawks. Um, but you know we'll get to that time and, and see what happens, right? No, I don't. I don't think any Niners fan will be underestimating the Seahawks. I think there's probably a big question about Gino and and can he keep up that that level of production because he did kind of start to regress a little bit. Um, so, so that that's probably again probably a bit of a question mark in the quarterback room. But you know when you think about when we talk about the Rams and the Cardinals and how long they're going to be in the wilderness and and God, I mean think three years ago the NFC West was just so stacked and actually for the Seahawks to be back in a position where you're genuinely talking about them as contenders again, mm-hmm. it, it's massive. Um, and I think they drafted really well and and yeah, it, absolutely nobody's going to be underestimating them. Um, yeah, it'll, it'll be definitely consistency has always been one of those uh, question marks that, that hangs over any time Geno Smith is mentioned. Um, yeah. And, you know, also concerns about him being a backup for so long um, and whether he can really be that QB1 um, that that will just be a no-brainer. Um, I think it's also good that he's got drew a lock uh, around um because then it's it's constant battle right um you know yes. they they both want that number one spot and and so having that um have, having both of them in there really then helps to keep both of them competing um both on uh game days and and also in practice right fantastic um sorry for you this season there's, there's plenty to choose from 
But who's going to rise above the, the rest of the team and, and really crush it for you? I tell you what, um, I, I really want to see what Jackson Smith uh, Jigba can do. Um, I think we really needed that third receiver that we can. We just know he'll be out there and he'll he'll be doing things. Um, I'm 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 really hopeful that he, he he'll be an impact player for us. Um, but I'm also keen to see if Jamal Adams can really come back and and show you know why why we traded uh why we got him in um yeah. and he's got a lot to prove he's hungry um he's he's seen all the critics and um you know hopefully that that's just helped to motivate him to to come back and and just turn things around fantastic guys that's a brilliant we have covered the three of the four teams from the nfc west Let's go for our predictions then. What's the standings going to be? So let's start, let's work for the bottom up then. We'll go for the easy one. Arizona Cardinals. Yeah. Uh, they're going yes. to have a, a shocker. So we'll get them in. And the no, okay. Number one pick for the season. For the next year. The Lovey Smith Cup. Um, so Cardinals um, at four. Who's taking it three then? Rams still rebuilding, you think? I think it's going to be the Rams. I can't see. They, you know, just just reading an article saying that you know, arguably going to have the, one of the worst defenses in in the whole of the NFL. Like it's just, it's brutal. I, I, as I said, that we're talking before. I don't think McVeigh sees this out. I think I think he'll hand it across to somebody else just to get the rebuild. I think he's. Do you know what? When you go big and you aim for a ring and you mortgage the future, they they won. Like you can't yeah. argue. Like you can argue against it. They're plastic. McVeigh's a dick. Like all that stuff. But um, <laughs> Stan Kroenke's a, a crew. Yeah, all of the stuff. Yeah. <laughs> you were doing so well as well. I didn't get. I was doing so well. <laughs> um, McVeigh maybe not what he tarnishes his reputation as well. He, Take that wee couple of years out doing some commentary and punditry. The thing is, he's got a kid in the way now as well, so does he really need the stress of being a head coach? The Amazon gig will be a cushion number, he'll be well paid. Maybe he's want to be away. <laughs> go, with the, go with the team away for a week. <laughs> Get a so, bit of peace. Aye. Right, so at four, we've got the um, Cardinals. The, the Cardinals at three, we've got LA Rams. Ooh, who are we going for two? So if you ask, I would me, say, if you ask me, I know the answer. But maybe Ian, Ian might have a different opinion. <laughs> I think it will be the Seahawks, but I think it will be a lot closer. I don't think the Seahawks are going to have a 9-8 season. I think, I think both the 49ers yeah. and the Seahawks could end up with good winning records. I think the 49ers will just shade it. But like as I say, nobody's underestimating the Seahawks, and um, you know, hopefully we both pick up the, the 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 four victories against the Rams and the Cardinals, and then you know, like a, a basically a, a sort of two week shootout. Yeah, Studs, you're the impartial on this one. Uh, I'm going to let you make the decision here. <laughs> I'm I'm going I'm going to be less um, diplomatic than Ian probably. I I still think the 49ers overall. I think 
offensively and probably more so on defense. I think the 49ers yeah. are still ahead of the Seahawks. I think uh, Sai, as much as I love the I love the wee name tag in there with the hashtag twelve in there, um, I think he's kind of touched on it with the young defense. Jamal Adams not living up to his potential. I think that's probably where the Seahawks kind of still fall down a little for me. And it's whether Gino can repeat for last year is, is probably the, the kind of question mark, which is probably the one place where I do see a kind of similarity with the 49ers. It's can Purdy reproduce what he done last year? Yeah, I'd probably yeah. asking the same question as Gino. But I think defensively, 49ers are so strong. Um, and if they get a lead, that defence can just put its ear back and get after the quarterback. So I think Seahawks, number two for me. You know, I actually I agree with that. I think it's the, the, the defence of the 49ers really, really takes uh, precedence there. They, they kind of take over. Also, the, the tight end room. Um, I like Noah Fant, um, but Noah Fant will this way. We're not really um, shining there, whereas uh, you've got Kittle and the, the 49ers, another really good weapon. I think it could maybe just edge it that way. I hope. Thank you very much, Sai. Yeah, uh, it's been my pleasure. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm really keen to see what we can do. Um, you know, just get in through, start the season, well, get through the preseason first and, and see these younger yeah. guys get in a shot. Um, yeah, but we'll, we'll be keep keeping up with you guys and, and maybe at the end of the season we can replay this uh this session and, and see how right or wrong we were <laughs> with the predictions, right? Listen, if you're right, I will be clipping this and I'll be sending it to Ian every day. Uh, <laughs> so thank you very much, Sai. Ian Dugan, thank you very much, my friend. Thanks for having me. It's been a pleasure. You can feel that it's getting late at night, Ian, and I have actually had to speak in hushed tones for the past hour. So that our wives don't bash it as we get out of here. So uh, <laughs> the quietest I've heard them. Um, thank you again. Hopefully, get you back on again soon. Love um, you, thank you. Thank you, thank you very much, my friend. We'll get um, the crew will be back. I think we've got one more uh, preview to do next week, um, and then we'll be getting ready for the, the season opener. Um, thanks very much for listening. We will be back with you. Um, later on this week on Wednesday, you should have it in your podcast feed for Thursday morning. And um, the crew, we'll see you through. Thanks very much. Stay